0: Hey,
1: good Saturday afternoon here from Chicago. I'm, we're at Faith Marketplace. We equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. I'm, as I said, I'm the host of the show, Bob Lambert. I'm also the founding partner of the Samurai Business Group. We offer entrepreneurs, individuals, small mid-market companies, and their teams advanced business development and sales skills training. Most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled top line revenue within 12 to 18 months. At Samurai Business Group, we put the win back in your sales. And I am so excited today because I have two guests on a husband-wife team. That's kind of a rare thing on today that um, all the way from San Diego, California. And I have to make this introduction to you because they're fabulous. These guys are pros. They wrote this for me so I I, I get to read it to you. I like my guests today are Beth and Greg Langston. For 20 years, Beth and Greg have empowered students to master their self discovery, allowing them to successfully activate their life's purpose. Beth, who is a graduate of Purdue University in education, has guided hundreds of high school students worldwide to navigate the dreaded college application essay process with tremendous success. Greg, also a graduate of Purdue's Cannert uh school of business greg pursued an international business career which allowed him to uh, to mentor hundreds of young professionals while leading businesses over 1 billion and working in 65 countries by the time their kids were 13 they had been to 12 schools and lived in five countries we're so glad to have beth and greg here today welcome you guys <laughs> thank you thank you bob it's a pleasure yeah, I I'm so jonesed about this this broadcast because having the opportunity to chat with you too and just the wealth of knowledge, but more importantly, the kingdom work you guys are doing, especially with our young people, we all know that is so desperately needed today. So uh, what i like to get into here is you guys give me a little bit of a quote today, okay? You wrote that in uh, as part of that. Why don't you share with our audience what the quote is and why'd you bring that one up?
2: Sure. be happy to. Uh, this one is from Mark Twain. The two most important days in your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. And I think that is really um, compelling because we want all of our young people to really know why they're on this planet, what they're supposed to do, what their purpose is to basically discover their why. And that was the genesis for us developing this business is because we found that Students were not finding out what their purpose was. And so that's why we how we set ourselves upon developing it.
1: Well, you know, that's pretty deep. You know, Simon Sinek made that popular, but you guys are way ahead of that thing, I think, probably. Uh, so as you start thinking about this, and obviously with your collective background, I mean, what a perfect fit blending coming together with your global uh, footprint and people that you've been around and all that stuff and what you've been exposed to. But uh, what was the inspiration for you just doing this? And what was your why for doing it?
3: Well, our why was because we, when we finally got back to the United States after raising the kids overseas and, you know, they had learned great foreign languages. They were had an appreciation for other cultures. We made wonderful Christian friends overseas everywhere. God provided friends for us, faithful friends. And so they had amazing educational experiences. I was because of my education background, I was very involved. But we found when we got back to the States that they there was nobody preparing these kids, our kids, for the college application process. They were learning um, their classes. They had great academic classes, and they were involved in the community. But nobody was helping them learn about themselves. Greg, as an executive, had been uh, fortunate to have different classes over gosh 20 years right uh that would help him train uh and coach him to to equip him to be a better leader and to be a better person in the community and we were wondering why did he have to wait 20 years to learn that and (laughs) why can't children today or teens today be uh, having the opportunities to learn those things so we started developing the tools and uh we tried them out on our own children first and then and they
1: were our guinea pigs. They
3: were our guinea pigs, and then and they, they were
1: your guinea pigs. Well, yeah. you guys, what you audience, what you have to know, listeners, is this the program is called College Flight Plan. And I love that because it's kind of like you're teaching them how to fly, right? You're trying to get out there those basics and how do you get that puppy off the ground, you know, and then what's the altitude you want to get to, and and you know, all that kind of stuff. So uh, Greg, from your background and all the stuff collectively that you've done in business, uh, what were you seeing with young people that you were coaching and training up and that you were having an interface with?
2: Well, I, I, I would be happy to answer that question. The one thing about the college flight plan is you also want the kids to take flight from the home and not come <laughs> back and stay in the basement. Um, but, but what we uh, what we found is that young people don't have clarity relative to their core beliefs or values. Mm. And we found that that was extremely important. And if if you can visualize a tree with a very strong root system, the root system is what holds the individual, the tree to the ground because you're inevitably gonna have challenges. And so what we do is we teach the student to figure out what are their core values, their core beliefs, so that when they do encounter storms and problems, they're able to withstand those storms and problems. On that, you build the purpose, which is the trunk of the tree, and then the branches and the fruit are the, the goals that you establish. And so we built a program around that process, beginning with the strong root system. And I think for your listeners that are out there, uh, they're very interested in making sure that their sons and daughters have a belief system, have a core value that they will no doubt be tested when they're not with their parents, and we want them. We want our children to be able to say, "I'm going to stand for this. I'm not going to give that up, and I'll be able to answer my questions accordingly based upon the core values that I've determined to be important." And so that's a that's a foundational element of our program.
1: So how much is your faith, guys, played in? Well, let's take us take you guys back a couple steps. Now we're both of you born into Christian families, coming out of bouncing baby boy and girl Christians.
3: No, neither one of us were. Uh, okay, but my experience actually—I didn't have a great um, family life growing up. My both okay. parents were alcoholics, and you know there are a lot of issues that come along right. with that. And uh, but my grandmother was always praying for my sister and I, and and so um, and then I got to college, and I was I was a cheerleader at Purdue, and there was always a Christian on the team with me, and. Uh, One guy was with Campus Crusade for Christ. Kevin Best was his name. And he would always tell me about Jesus. And we we had to go to a cheerleading camp together that was in Tennessee. So we drove the whole way and he talked all about Jesus. And I'm like, okay, okay, that's enough. And then my sister is the one who actually introduced me to the Lord. And I became a Christian. And then I met Greg the next year.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my story is, um, is a little different in that I saw Beth on page 48 of the freshman register. <laughs> right. And I said, being a goal-oriented individual, I played football at Purdue. And uh, I said, she is very, very good looking. And as Bob, you will attest, she still yep. is extremely good looking. Yep. And so um, I said, I'll ask her out. So I asked her out once, I asked her out twice, three times, and three times was my limit. Um. So,
3: but four times was my limit. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so she finally said yes after you spoke to Barry, right?
3: Oh yeah, I talked to his best friend. I said, "Tell me a little bit about Greg." And I've
2: turned him down three times. I
3: turned him down. He must think I'm awful. And he goes, "You know, he's the most honest guy I know. I love that about it." So,
2: for a college student to say that about another college student—that's pretty unusual. Wow. Yeah, that's quite a. <laughs> now we. So-, so, were
1: you a Christian or not? I was not. I was born up in the
2: Catholic faith. And so okay. I went to the bar because uh, to a bar with Beth, because I said uh, and she started talking. I said, I'll listen to anything because she's so good looking. I'm going to sit here. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen to it all. So we spoke for you know hours and all she did was talk to me about Jesus. And wow. so and the rest is
1: history. Wow. <laughs> now, how how new of a Christian were you at that time? Uh,
3: I Beth. I was new. I was a sophomore when I became a Christian. So you were
1: on fire for the Lord right there. Yes, definitely. (laughs) definitely. And I was a junior. And you were a junior. So in that moment and through that little courtship and then how you guys met, how transformational was that for you as far as your relationship?
3: Oh, it was great. And I mean, the witness that for other people, because we showed up at a Bible study and a girl that he had been dating came up to me and she goes, how did you get him to come to Bible study? And I go, oh, I just asked him. <laughs> but it was great. The people and, around and, us
1: were wonderful. And, and, and Greg said, she's so good looking. I'd go to anything she asked me to go to, right? <laughs> That's
2: right. The The other gal was attractive and very nice person as well, but not anything close to that.
1: I see. I love it. Uh, listeners, hopefully you get out there and you get at the podcast and see these guys because they're going to have it uh, posted out there in video too. You're going know to exactly what we're talking about. You should see the wonderful smiles on these guys, you know? <laughs> I mean, they're beaming from ear to ear. And I just love that uh, when we can get guests on like this too. And and also, you know, uh, how God brought you guys together, right? I mean, let's face it, you know, equally yoked and being able to do the kind of things you do and having a strong marriage to survive through all the things you guys have been through. I mean, traveling all over the world, I can only imagine what some of the challenges were that you guys had. I can't believe we're already up on our first segment. Guys, if you haven't gotten anything out of this yet, you got to come back because we got a lot more to this show that we got to be telling you about. And we got some goodies for you too. So get out there and check out faithmarketplace.com. We got lots of resources out there. And also I got a big goodie bag here. So get out there and text me at 312-210-0603, 312-210-0603 with the keyword goodies so that I can take and send you something, okay? And we're going to get right back here with my special guests, Beth and Greg Langston, uh, who have a college flight plan. you got to want to know more about that. We just got got it up. We didn't even get off the ground with that thing, so we'll be right back.
0: This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back
1: here with a superpower couple by the name of Greg and Beth Langston uh, of the Langston Group. And uh, they have a fabulous program called the College Flight Plan. Uh, I'm going to use a little metaphor here. Fasten your seatbelts, okay? Everything's going to be fine, but we're getting ready for takeoff here with this power couple. So, hey, guys, just let me uh, share with me, um, who's the ideal client or target audience for you guys for your program?
2: Sure, Bob. Uh, The ideal client for us are parents and grandparents of high school and college students. And uh, so people that are between 35 and 65 years old that are trying to help their students to figure out what they want to do, What their strengths are what their weaknesses are what major they should pick what college they should pick and graduate in four years rather than six years which is what the majority of students do the other the other aspect are school counselors youth leaders at churches and we also are working with uh vps at corporations hr organizations that are trying to help the youth of their executives
1: okay Uh, As you know, here in Chicago, I'm connected with a bunch of underserved and underprivileged areas, too. And there's several uh, organizations here in Chicago that I want to get you guys connected to, because I think what you have would be inordinately valuable. And they are also people of faith, you know, to help out some of these folks. So, uh, remind me after, uh, you know, after we get off the show to make sure that I uh, reinforce that with you so I can make that connection for you. But uh, so, you know, obviously something that's important, what kind of problems are you helping people that are trying to find these resources for for their kids?
2: Well, what we do is we actually help the high school students figure out, as we mentioned earlier uh, in the show, what their core values are, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. They actually discover their DNA, which we call their distinct natural abilities and determine their determine their purpose and their life goals in order so and in order to develop and pick the right major for themselves.
1: So it sounds like you've got a process to walk them through that, because I, I'm guessing, but w- would a lot of them even have that at top of mind as to what that is?
2: No, that's one of the things that we found is that while schools do a good job of teaching the, the academics and the right. extracurricular activities, they don't do a good job on the self-discovery, which is what we do.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe you can give folks a little bit of a peek into that when you talk about. Give me an example of what that might look like in
2: terms of what the program
1: does or how it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. Well, in, in in framing it out for the kids so that they really can walk through that. Sure.
2: Um, what it is, it's a self-paced three-phase process that a student can complete in about twelve hours, but not in one sitting. And okay. What we've seen is that the student goes through a transformation where they get they gain clarity in knowing what their values, strengths and weaknesses are and their purpose and major, they gain confidence in clearly understanding and articulating what makes them unique. So that when they meet with an application advisor or a college admissions advisor rather, uh, they're able to articulate very confidently what they're supposed to do. And then in addition to that, they also have a sense of control over their future because they've established actionable plans
1: and goals. That's fabulous. Now, is there any personal coaching involved with that from you too? Or can can parents engage you or, or help with some of this stuff too?
2: Absolutely. We we do engage. There, depending upon the program, it can be all self-paced with no involvement from us, all the way through to a bespoke system, which we do, where over a period of up to 12 weeks, we work through the student, uh, with the student And then they report out at the end of the program to their parents the results of the process.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I got a peek at that at your website and the wonderful materials you have out there. And it's really straightforward. I mean, there's no guessing around about this. And I just love that you give it kind of a tiered process so kind of they can pick their own. It's kind of like going to a smorgasbord, right? (laughs) And pick what you want out of it. And because uh, everybody's at a different level, I, I'm sure, Beth, that you found that in your educational practice, kids learn differently, right? And how they take information in and all that.
3: Definitely. Definitely. In fact, part of our uh, discovery process is we take them, take them through a Colby assessment, which mm. really helps them know their natural, instinctive way to attack a task or a problem and how they set it up, it's amazing. I just went through that with one of my students yesterday and she was like, oh my gosh, this is me. that's why I think like that. That's why I do that. It, it's so it's so rewarding for us to see the results that these students get and mm-hmm. the, the, it's like an aha moment in their brains when when it turns on for them. so
1: yeah it's and it's all self-discovery, right? It's like, wow
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: right One of the things that we found is that a lot of schools say, well we put the the teens through a, uh, an assessment. On what their skills are, but no one does what we do, which is a 360 assessment, which you're familiar with in the yep. C-suite, yep. where a student gets to pick up to eight trusted advisors, including wow. an accountability partner wow. who, tells, who shares with him or her, these are your strengths, these are your goals, or this, this is what you're good at, this is what major we think you should follow, uh, these are some things that you need to work on. This is how you add value to other people. So the student walks away with a summary document with 200 data points that is much more comprehensive than just an
1: assessment. Wow. Now, how engaged do the parents get through this process?
3: I would say I would say during the actual process, the parents sort of give it to the students because we want the students to take ownership. In the beginning, we meet with everybody and let them know what we're going to do. And then the student takes ownership. And then at the end, they uh, present to their parents and the accountability partner everything that they've learned. And most of our parents, uh, we love them. And they're all saying, we wish we would have had this 20 years ago. And my son, I thought I knew him, but I am learning things today that I never knew about you. You know, it's just such a blessing for us.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than that, does it? No,
2: it doesn't. (laughs) And compared to other situations where you have, you know, you spend a lot of money or time and your son or daughter goes to a program and you've got to try and pull out from them. You know, what did you learn? You know, what was what was important? Part of this task is, as Beth just stated, they need to present to their parents and their accountability partner. And what that does is that de-stresses the whole college application process. Right. Because they have a sense of ownership and control over what they want to go do.
1: That's fabulous. Boy, I tell you what a needed service that is. And, and you know, then Christ is the center of this because you're starting with the values first, right? What right. is all that stuff, the foundational stuff, which is so lacking, at least in my experience today, uh, you know, in all the anxiety and the angst and the stress that's going on with some of these young people, you know, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, Absolutely. So I, I'm a so... A, Maybe, you know, give me a story about how, you know, uh, you know, somebody went through this, both the child and the parent, and then uh, what the outcome was. That. I'm sure you got stories on this that you've been experiencing.
2: Well, uh, absolutely. Again, our, our children are our guinea pigs, and they uh, they both uh, have succeeded very, very well. Our, our son uh, is in the financial industry. He went to Goldman Sachs, and he's now a hedge fund manager and done very well. Wow. Wow. Um, our daughter was a scholar athlete. She went to Michigan State. Uh, She was captain of the volleyball team. She became a pro uh, pro volleyball player. Wow. Um, Then when the AVP tour uh, went bankrupt, she said, "Okay, I'm going to what else can I excel in? And so what she did is she's now a very successful medical device rep with Olympus.
1: Oh, my goodness. Wow. So. Uh, You shared with us, Beth, what some of the feedback has been with parents, but is there a specific story that you brings to mind as to, uh, you know, that, you know, an example of this?
3: Well, gosh, so uh, one student that we had taken through the process more, more than 20 years ago, I think he was one of our first students. Actually, he was a transfer from Albania into he became a Christian in Albania. His parents were Muslim and
1: wow. came to
3: the States and lived with some good friends of ours. And he was a tennis player. So I helped him get a scholarship to college with his tennis. We, that's how we got started. And we went through the discovery process with Greg and a small group of other students at that time. And now he's a successful businessman down in Miami, Florida. He's a U.S. citizen now. And um, he is... His nephew just went through our program, and his nephew is not a Christian yet, but he will
2: be. <laughs>
1: and
3: he's going to be coming over to Florida and going to school, and we got him a scholarship uh, that we didn't even know was available. I love, I love to research, so right. Right, we found this scholarship, and he was accepted through his essays. He did have to write a lot of essays for this, but right. because he went through the program, he knew how to respond to interviews oh and essays so it was it's a wonderful blessing and we're hoping when he gets over here he's going to meet some Christians
1: what a wonderful start you're giving young people i just i am so excited about you guys and and what you're doing so listeners you got people out there you got family members you got kids of your own you got your grandparents out there might be listening I can't think of anything better that is a gift that you can give to get a, a good start for these young people and gifting this to them, right? Um, now, do you guys work with not-for-profits at all that are working with youth, and do you have anything special for them?
2: We can certainly develop something. We have not done that yet, but uh, you mentioned earlier that you have some uh, yep. some programs that might be of interest in uh, in the Chicago area, and we'd love to entertain right.
1: Yeah, I I think this is something that's sorely needed, especially with the background you have and you've got this thing all worked out, you know, that it's a turnkey kind of thing that they can do. But as you know, for a lot of these organizations, especially nonprofits, they're not fat with cash, you know. So if this could be a value add or some way that we can, you know, help uh, at least introduce them to the concept of this. And as you know, I'm very involved with a not-for-profit that is helping formerly incarcerated get back into mainstream society. We have also a a very active youth portion of that for underserved and and underprivileged. And uh, I can tell you it is really, really needed because it's a faith-based organization, the transformation that we're seeing with some of these young people. But if we could make a contribution to their transformation with something like this that would really make it pave the way... For them to be able to get more confidence around being a college student that'd be fabulous so i can't believe we're almost out of time you guys got a fast i told you fashion seat belts we're going to be right back with my special guest greg and beth langston today and uh, get out there in texas at 312-210-0603 i got goodies for you we'll be right back
0: This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio.
1: Hey, we're back here with my special guests, uh, Beth and Greg Langston of the Langston Group. And they have a fabulous program that is um, collegeflightplan.com. You got to go out there and check it out because believe me when I tell you, if you haven't learned anything yet, you're really going to get a high dose of it right now because, We're going to put some meat on the bone with uh, some of the folks that they've mentored and coached through this process and the fact that uh, they've gone on to some pretty interesting careers. But, Greg, you had a statistic you shared with me about uh, 100% of what now?
2: Uh, Close to 100% of the students that we've worked with have gotten
1: into one of the top five schools that they were trying to get into. Wow. Wow. That is huge, guys. Because, as you know, I, as a matter of fact, I just uh, had a conversation with somebody, one of my clients, whose son was uh, slated to get into uh, uh, University of Wisconsin in Milwaukee. And all of a sudden, that get, did not get noticed, right? We're at the 11 and a half hour, and they canceled the program. They didn't oh. even know about it. So, all of a sudden, now, they got to do a big shift, big U-turn, because it's a specialty area of music and music um, uh, editing. And so, there's only a handful of schools around the country that do this. And so, uh, yeah, he, he was uh, he not only was he kind of stressed a little bit, but his son was really stressed out about it. So, you know, wow. so having those backstops along the way and those, you know, that tick list and then knowing that you're going to nail one of those, I think has got to be huge, you know, for those folks. Right. Exactly.
2: And as a result of going through the self-discovery and knowing their values and their goals and their objectives, we asked them to determine three different core majors because it will help them with specifically what you just described. You have your core major, you can also have a minor and you can also make a change. And so therefore you don't put all of your eggs in one basket. And so this helps them have some flexibility because a 17 or an 18 year old is saying, you want me to pick only one major? That's the only thing I'm gonna focus on. We wanna give them three things that they can choose from.
1: You know, you gave me, yeah, you guys give me an education on that too. Maybe you can speak to this with, uh, you know, as far as, um, how long the average student now it takes them to get through school, what the dropout rate is after the first two years. What, share that with us.
2: Well, the statistics are pretty amazing. Um, 40% of college graduates uh, graduate in four years. A wow. full 60% of college graduates take six, take six years to graduate. Wow. And the, and the reason for that, the biggest contributing factor, is that they change majors at least three times.
1: Okay. And wow. so when
2: you change majors at three times and you're going to an Ivy League school that's $80,000, and that's going to add another $180,000, $160,000, that's a lot of money. And what we want to do is help students pick their major, the major that's going to support them, that they're passionate about, that they can then have a career subsequent to college and do that in four years and not take on the debt that they personally or their family have to take on.
1: Wow. Wow. That is huge. And I noticed, and you also had something in the statistic I read of what the average uh, college tuition is per year uh, based on uh, school size and all that stuff. Why don't you share that with the audience? Sure.
2: For a a state school, in state school, school, it's $27,000. If you're out of state, it's $43,000 per year. If it's a private school, it's $50,000 a year. And if it's an Ivy League, it's $80,000 a year.
1: Wow. Beth, I'm sorry I cut you off a little bit earlier. You had a comment or something you have going to comment on.
3: Well, you know, what we've what I found in the 20 years of doing this, that there's the three most important things that admissions officers are looking for are your academic success, which is great. Mm-hmm. Everybody's working on that, your extracurricular accomplishments, but they don't want just fluff or hours that the kids have put in. They want in depth entrepreneurial. Uh, activities, too, that they really are involved and interested in, and they get that. The third thing they're looking for is kids that know what they're about, know what's important to them, and that have a plan for their future, that know their values, their purpose, their strengths and weaknesses, and natural inclinations, and that they can speak clearly to those. (laughs) People forget about that. A lot of people we meet think it's just the grades and it's just the extracurriculars, but it's not.
1: (laughs) Well, I've got a thought for you guys. As you know, it's been growing in popularity, both in on, in college curriculums, but even people now that are bypassing college, and that's entrepreneurialism. Okay, mm-hmm. and what I'm thinking out loud about is what you're doing for these young people, just to get their compass set straight, especially with the value set. Would there be something in in it, or uh, you know, that you could, you know, that would be germane to somebody that just wants to be an entrepreneur and go out there and, and do things you know, on their own have an idea or whatever. It seems to me that what you're teaching is kind of foundational that might be positioned in a different way other than the college flight plan, but you've got the core content there of the basics of how you're setting people up for success with their values and planning and all that stuff. Is that something that you guys have ever thought about? Absolutely.
2: And uh, the, the fact is in today's day and age, The the landscape is changing and college may not be the right choice for you. And so you may choose to have a vocation that's different. And in our process, we help provide the student with clarity to say, you know what? Why should I spend $50,000 a year going to college when I want to be a welder or I want to do this or I want to do that and have a, a career that I can be passionate about, but doesn't necessarily have a degree attached to it?
1: So is there any adjustment with what you have now to do that, or is it pretty much they can go through this and, and, and formulate that also? That
2: we can go through that. I've developed a module that also addresses their core competencies. Instead of picking your core major, you pick your core competencies, ah. which then allow you to say, okay, with my core competencies, with my strengths, with my values, this is a type of role I should, I should seek. But what we do, which is so important, is we help them find their purpose. Or as you said, Simon Sinek's their why. An interesting Mm -hmm. study was done uh, recently that 87% of people that are between 16 and 29 say they have no purpose or meaning. So what that does is that's contributing to them changing majors so many times.
1: Absolutely. Oh, man, this is great stuff, guys. I could go on for an hour with you guys, but I, I don't want to run out of time here. We got to get to we got to get to the goodies here. I told you guys before we got a giveaway today, and man, is this going to thrill you! Uh, Beth and Greg have contr- are going to contribute to a document called the Parent Starter Kit to Teen Self Discovery. So you got to text me here at 312-210-0603. and the word discovery, keyword discovery. And I'm going to get this thing in your hands. Okay. Uh, There's a downloadable out there. How long is this thing that, 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 um, starter kit guys? It's
2: about uh, 26 pages chock full of information with key statistics. Parents need to know in sending their kids to college, the top five early actions that lead to college success. There are some free assessments that we recommend as well as ACT and SAT test prep resources that we recommend. We've looked through and we them and then some scholarship and cost resources that uh, can help the family uh, navigate the college application process.
1: Man, that is chock full. So again, guys, get out there, text us at 312-2100603 with the the, uh, keyword discovery. And you're going to get this thing in your hand. Believe me, 26 pages, chock full of this kind of information, uh, who could turn that down, Greg and Beth? I mean, my goodness. Come on. This is awesome. Hey, before I went out of town here, um, you know, how do you uh, how do you share your faith with people in your business? How do you connect faith and work together?
2: Well, the way we connect faith and work is we live by our values because it's important while we're teaching values, it's important that we have our values and that we share those with people. And then in addition to that, one of the key components of the program are what we call the four success elements that are what you establish your goals on and so the four success elements are health wealth wisdom and relationships health mm. wealth wisdom and relationships and so one of those key success elements your relationship with your pa- with your parents your sons your daughters your god those are all the things that we then establish key measurable goals relative to accomplishing that particular success element. And so that's how we teach a student to incorporate their faith uh, in their daily practice.
1: What a great way to introduce them to that too, you know, uh, because obviously you have a diverse population of people who are coming to you, right? So that's a, that's a nice way for you to disciple people, you know, <laughs> without sitting there, you know, and waving the cross at them or something else, you know, that, that's really cool. Hey, listen, I want to know something here. What words of wisdom would you guys give to your younger self?
3: I would say uh, get to know myself better and what's important to me and start early. early. When I was going to college, I mean, only two choices really Purdue or IU if you're from Indiana right? back in the day. So it wasn't as difficult today. Oh my gosh. The competition is so great for these kids. So my younger self, I would have liked to have gotten to know what I'm all about earlier, you know, even though I didn't really know in high school because I wasn't a Christian then.
1: (laughs) Okay. But here's the thing. I want to get into this funny, interesting, amazing, cool thing about you two. So, Greg, why don't you lead us off? What's amazing, cool, interesting about you?
2: Um, I actually learned Spanish before I learned English because I was living overseas. and And I've lived in five continents. And then after with Delta, I have almost 2 million miles Uh, a funny fact is that for me to fall asleep at night, I pretend that I'm on a lay flat bed in an airplane and that allows me to
1: go to sleep. Wow. And Beth, how about you?
3: Well, I'm not sure if it's very interesting, but my kids always tease me that I'm very inquisitive and they'll see me talking to somebody new and they'll be like, mom, you've probably gotten their whole story in the first five minutes, but I love that. And that's what I love about my students too, because you really get to pour into their lives and, um, just come alongside. Okay.
1: Now, wait a minute. Now you had a secret dream though. Share that with it.
3: Yes. So my (laughs) secret dream is that I wanted to be either a race car driver or a rock star.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, that's awesome. And you are both rock stars. Believe me, as far (laughs) as I'm concerned, you're both rock stars. Well, listen, folks, again, get out there and text at 312-210-0603. You're going to get a downloadable of uh, what parents need to know about this. It's 26 pages from Beth and from Greg. And I want you to get out there. The key word is discovery. We're going to be right back with my special guest, And you want to stay tuned because we're going to have roundtable a very mystery guest, a mystery subject. So you're going to want to get, come back and find out what that is.
0: This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey,
1: we're back here with uh, Beth and Greg Langston of the Langston Group and their special program, College Flight Plan. Hey, real quick, guys, how they get a hold of you?
2: What they do is go to www.collegeflightplan.com.
1: Very good, awesome. And we came up with a mystery subject. What's that gonna be, Beth? Go ahead, Greg.
2: <laughs> the, the mystery subject is how do you deal with the roadblocks in dealing with your values?
1: Ah, very good. That's awesome. So, I'm going to let you guys lead off because you're the experts of of that type of thing. So, what thoughts do you have around what are these roadblocks that typically they're running into?
2: Well, um, the way we go through that, as I mentioned earlier, with the visualization of the tree, you have the root strong root system. First thing you have to do is you have to help a student to discover what their values are. Okay. And then once you've discovered and you go through a process where you discover your primary values… Then you double down and you figure out what your core values are. And then what you do is you say, okay, what are some roadblocks that are currently impacting my ability to fulfill and live my life according to these values? And that can be a parent, that can be a person or an object or or a a habit. And what we do is we help them to determine for each one of their core values, what are the roadblocks? And then what we do is we instruct them on a process to look and see what can i start doing that i'm not doing relative to that value what is it that i should stop doing and what should i continue doing and so what that does is it allows you to flesh out what you should do to maximize the opportunity to really hone in on your most important values
1: so i don't want to assume anything here but beth what what are some of the values these these young people come up with or the typical ones that you hear um
3: well a lot of times it's perseverance if they okay had a difficult childhood, um, determination, uh, faith, family, love. I mean, everybody, Integrity. there's nobody who's ever come up with the same three really, okay. because we have a list of 200 to choose
1: from. Oh, no, 60. Oh, okay. I'm
3: sorry, I'm sorry. 60 to choose from. And they click on and it defines them, but, and then they have to explain why each one is important to them. Maybe you already said that.
2: Right. And then and the values, uh, portion of the program, and for that matter, the whole program, the videos that we educate them on average only two and a half minutes long. So it's very precise. It's very specific. And so it says, think about this and go do this in your interactive workbook. And what we do is we then take them through a gating process, a decision tree, if you will, to say, if this is your value and you're confronted with this situation, do you continue doing this or not? Then you go to your second value, then you go to your third value, and it teaches the student how to apply those values in life.
1: And I'm assuming that you are doing this in a framework that it, it helps them to take information in the way they learn. So Absolutely. visually, ex, you know, auditorily and kinesthetically, you're touching every one of those things just because that's the way they learn. Yeah, uh, And it's also
2: mobile optimized.
1: So oh, that they can bad. do it on
2: their phone <laughs> and they can also do it on their on their laptop or their iPad. Yeah. And the very important thing is that the length of the video is only two and a half minute long, minutes long on average.
1: Man, my hats um, off to you guys. Go ahead, Beth. I'm sorry. The
3: other part is I know we had mentioned briefly about their accountability partner, but they share each step of the way with their accountability partner to partner to affirm what they're doing and to share it with somebody because the probabilities show that if sixty five percent. Of your goals are attainable if you share them, and
1: with, with other, other people.
3: people. And ninety-five percent are attainable if you have an accountability partner.
1: Right so, now, when you uh, talk about accountability partner, do you give them suggestions who that can be? Because oftentimes, family members and friends aren't not good are not necessarily <laughs> good accountability partners.
3: <laughs> That's true. We do suggest uh, that they pick somebody that they can trust and that will give them honest feedback. Those are the, what we require. Sometimes it is a parent,
2: and very yeah. rarely, interestingly enough, you would think that people would immediately gravitate towards my best buddy, right? But they, we tell them, this is a really important process. Don't. This is not a social media event. <laughs> this is you're trying to determine what's important for your life, and we very rarely get somebody who picks a friend to be their accountability partner.
1: Interesting. That is interesting. Do you ever pick grandparents
2: at
3: all? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Emma, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. the person this that you're week, working another
3: with. Another grandparent, accountability You, you
1: know, uh, before we run out of time, Beth, you brought something else, uh, you know, uh, offline on is uh, myths. You know, what are the common myths that you help them with?
3: Right. So the myths are that they assume, students assume that the high school is going to take care of all of this college application process, that they're going to prepare them for college. But the problem is, The average amount of students to college counselors is 424 to one. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The recommended amount is like 240 to one. So they just don't have time. They're overworked. So people have to take charge of this process and um, they have to start working earlier than they think. We we love to get our kids in freshman, sophomore year, but we Mm. still get a lot of juniors and seniors. We still get a lot and that's okay. We can work through it. And um, and that they also need to get help in the areas of um, scholarship, essay writing, for sure, uh, because I have a student recently who came to me after she was rejected by many colleges. And she showed me her essay that she submitted. And it was in the first paragraph, there are grammatical errors. And she was totally qualified to get into all of these schools. She was excellent in her community service projects. Mm But she didn't get in, and it was too late then because the application, um, the admissions officers only have eight to twelve minutes per application
1: to decide,
3: wow. yeah or no. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, getting off to a start like that's not a good thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> right no. off the bat. How many of these are being conducted uh, in video now? As far as any of the applicants the interface with uh, any of the counselors or people making those judgments, is there any kind of interviewing that goes on?
3: Yes, there's still interviewing that goes on even during the COVID time with okay. a Zoom interview and if you can get an interview, get it. And if you can request an interview, request it because right. those are very important especially if you know about yourself well.
1: Do you help give them any guidance about their presence on video and how they really need to dress and, you know, how they need to, you know, come across at all? We do.
3: We we okay. let them know when they when they're presenting to their parents, especially, this is what you need to be doing, and so it's a little bit of a practice for them in the interview world. So,
1: yeah, that's great. I just got something through about nine tips, and this is a Forbes thing: uh, nine tips that you need to know for to, to really uh, get get caught up on and really brush up on as far as your video presence today, and it's mainly in the context of business. But I got to tell you, the key ones, right? Eye contact, you know, and and smiling and dress and all that. And never stand up if you're wearing shorts or something below the way that they're not seeing on camera. And then all of a sudden it's that, Uh, you know, phones going on. I mean, it's kind of the the common sense kind of thing, but you'd be surprised. I mean, I've been on some uh, and also paying attention you know that was a big thing that they kept seeing is people looking down at their phones or, or texting people while they're supposed to be engaged with somebody else you know and that kind of thing i would think that that would be especially with the young people I, the interfacing with they're having a hard time with relational stuff you know and, no, and, no, and we teach them
2: actually sorry to interrupt you they actually learn an elevator speech that's a 45 second oh, elevator speech that's great that incorporates all their self-discovery and what they wanna do and why they are unique, what their distinct natural abilities are so that they can project that to the admissions officer.
1: Man, oh, man, that's fabulous. I tell you, these young people can really use that. That's incredible. I can't believe we are out of time here. I have to thank my special guests, Beth and Greg Langston, of the Langston Group, and this fabulous program, College Flight Plan. You got to go check it out, collegeflightplan.com. Uh, you got to get the give, their goodies today, by the way. Uh, they're giving away a um, uh, the parents starter kit to sell a teen self-discovery. I've got that download for you. You got to text me here at 312 210 0603 with the word discovery, keyword discovery. And I'm going to get that off to you. And get out there and check out faithmarketplace.com. We got lots of resources and, and some big announcements coming up. But you got to get out there. And if you text me at that same number with the word goodies, G O D I E S, I've got something for you in my big goodie bag here. So we're going to be right back with you next
0: Saturday here on AM 1160. Hope for your life.